No. Welcome to Real <laughs> Shit with Stefan Seb. <laughs> How we doing, baby? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling energized. It's been I feel a minute. allergies is kicking my ass. It's been a minute. It's been a, I think it's been a year. I would even go to say it's been a year. It's been a year, yeah. Um so baby, let's catch up on what's been going on. We we got married. We made it happen. <laughs> we had a COVID wedding. Yeah. How'd it go? Um, oh, how'd you feel the experience went? And uh, the experience of a wedding planning was a shit show. Um even the day of the wedding was a lot of moving pieces. Um, it's funny because being a wedding vendor, you don't necessarily, you see all these things and what a wedding should, should technically, aka be like, um, but not necessarily that you contribute into, I didn't contribute any of that shit into my day. Yeah. Like what is a good example of that? Uh, wedding timeline. We were way off timeline. Um, most of our wedding party got shit faced, um, pretty early on in the day, which typically that happens later at night. Should we tell people how much you spent on the wedding? Yeah, we could tell people. How much? We had a $17,000 wedding. $17,000. And a lot of that was DIY. And originally I wanted to do a $10,000 wedding at a firehouse. At a fire. I was teasing the whole fire hall vibe. I was totally teasing. Um, but I think that's the biggest learning block. I mean, the learning, biggest learning curve is that it's like get down your budget and try to stick to it. Because originally we proposed 15K and then we shot it by two grand, which is okay. Well, it's because I, Stephanie had a little bit of hidden things that I knew Sebas was going to be like, I don't understand why on so much on florals, but he, he really had no idea. So all, I wasn't literally telling him how much we spent on florals. Um, roughly it was probably like around 700, $700. Yeah. 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 To me, that sounded like an obnoxious amount, but you know, but you know, we created a spreadsheet and we stuck to that spreadsheet for the most part, for the most part. Yeah. Um, as far as dress went and stuff like that, got a good deal on my dress. How much you spent on your dress? I spent 476 bucks on my first dress. I did two dresses and then I had another dress that I changed into the reception and that was roughly two something, 200 something. So I literally spent less than a grand on two beautiful dresses. And uh, the story about when she switched over to the second dress. So like, so we got done the ceremony and we went over to the reception and the wedding party was, um, uh, the, per- the person who was in charge of coordinating the wedding was a uh, total mess. And well, they- I think we are just a very obnoxious group. That we, it was, it was loud. It was chaotic. And I don't think, unfortunately, the Mont Farms was used to that. And here we come and we're like, come in on our own time. Mm. Our families came in at their own time. Mm -hmm. And I think to manage that was really hard. I could see how it could be hard on their end to kind of deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So when we switched you over to that dress, um, well, one you had like an attachment that goes up to the back of it yeah it was and, like the train and it was like train. we were going to do our first dances so that first dance was a mess because you were trying to i was trying to hold, help you hold this little thing behind you it's the train puppy and it was just keeping us like from it wasn't a loose. dancing dress no no not at all no and like you you, you told me like baby i wish somebody told me we we're going to do our first our first dance, I was like, oh, I thought you knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most of the day it was like that. Yeah, I thought you knew. 
Oh, no, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know food was going to be taken a little earlier and everybody was going to get shit faced. I had no idea the bar opened up that early. Oh, the bar was open as soon as people started arriving. Yeah, yeah. It was was open bar the whole night. Yeah. Did we run out of drinks? I think towards the end, I think it lasted enough to end. Our wedding ended around 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. I say that's when people were leaving, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think the party went till about 12.30. And here's another thing Another thing that we didn't plan for. Apparently, you need a, a cleanup commu- uh, committee. Cleanup crew. Uh, because we didn't think that part through, that little small menu detail. So at the end of the night, we're all having a blast. I was, I was in such a Sebastian good spirit. Sebastian was ham- hammered, hammered. I was in such a good spirit. And my wife looks at me and she's like... Well, I see literally like it's one of the most famous Colombian songs. What what's that song, Poppy? What Jorge Celedon esta vida? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So literally the DJ played the song twice because it was that much of a hit and I see Sebastian sweating his life away. <laughs> like doing these crazy ass moves. And I like make eye contact with him across and I'm like this motherfucker. I was like, We we need to get to cleaning. I call when he gets like in a mode where he's like not worrying about anything else and I feel like I call him Mr. President because literally your worry is nothing else but talking to people, doing things, laughing, and I'm over there working like a horse while Sebastian is like not that you mean it out of malice, you're just oblivious. Yeah. So I see this motherfucker across the dance room dancing his life away, and I'm like, "Listen, get your ass in gear because oh, we need to fucking clean up." Yeah. And he was like, "What on her wedding day?" Yeah, yeah. So that's the one thing we didn't plan for is cleanup. So then she pulls me aside, it's like, "We gotta clean up this place." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, but why are you getting upset?" So I was upset because she was just upset with me. I'm like, "What did I do wrong?" All you gotta do is like, baby party's over we got to clean up but no you were just mad. no because then you disappeared to dance again no i didn't yes you did no i didn't yes you did Nah. yes you did because you know what even while we were in there cleaning his cousins are helping me clean like the venue and sebastian's still over there dancing it was literally like trying to catch a mouse <laughs> it was a good time it was a great time um so you know i think once our families realized that we were that we had to clean the place, everybody started pitching in. Little, yeah. little by little, people started coming together. I think, honestly, when you go ahead and you plan a wedding, um, and necessarily, like, you're doing all, it all yourself, meaning, like, my family was helping a lot, Sebastian's family was helping a lot. Um, it was, like, one of the details that literally just swooped under the radar. Like, well, I didn't think of it. Um, and it didn't come until, like, we had talked about it before. Don't you remember we, like, tried getting somebody to trying to set up for us and clean for us afterwards. And it ended up that that person had another gig and then it just completely disappeared. But then along with that, like when you're planning so many things and we're doing the florals and centerpieces and we're doing decorations, um, my sisters are busting their ass and stuff like that with, with everything. And Sebastian's mom really came in clutch with our florals. Uh, and cousins that it was like after the day came and it was like oh shit we did like all the important things minus the important thing because Sebastian was trying to leave like mid you're trying to do like an exit and I was like we ain't gonna do a damn exit when yeah. we need to do this much work right right and, and, and again I think it's one of those things that you neglect the details but I, I think 
generally speaking, a wedding, I, I think you usually need uh, a good army, a good troop, especially if you want to put on somewhat of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we did go a little bit more bougie, more detail-oriented, and I think we could have saved ourselves more hassle in the long run if we would have kept it a little bit more minimal. Honey, but no. but it just depends on the style. I'm not I'm not saying I'm not knocking our wedding. It was it, you know it was dope and beautiful. But what I'm saying is like, look, if you're gonna set up a lot of flowers, if you're gonna set up a lot of like decorations, a lot of details, uh, like tables with decorations or pictures or whatever, then be mindful that mm-hmm. you're gonna if you're doing it yourself that somebody needs to pick that up and put it together and somebody needs to take it apart and put it away in a car. Literally like one of the most key important parts and it completely passed our minds because even as we were getting ready the day of our wedding, we were still putting a lot of the stuff together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and also, let's backtrack a little bit. So we got married in a Catholic church. Baby, talk to us about what you felt in that experience. Like, because uh, you're not you're not necessarily, you were baptized Catholic, but you were, um, you didn't go to church. And that, mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily your, your lifestyle. So how was that coming to that light? Um, so basically, early on, um, and us getting engaged and even prior, <clears throat> Sebastian had mentioned to me that it's one of his dreams to be married in a Catholic church um, and to be married by the certain priests. And in my head, I was like, I'm not, um, I'm spiritual and I believe in God, but I'm not religious by any means or um, that I go, you know, to church every Sunday or anything like that. So in my head, I'm like, oh. I could see myself outside, really nice, getting married on a nice summer day. Disclaimer, we both wanted that too as well, but we were going to do two celebrations, but carry on. Okay. So it came down to the fact that we were like, hey, you know, let's choose a church. And I'm like, I would do this because I love you. Um, And uh, I sacrificed my, my outdoor vision in order to... I guess, make Sebastian feel loved and know that that's one of, like, he's religious in that sense. Um, So I was like, hey, I'll sacrifice my part and we'll get married in a church. um, And then we'll do that, out like, an outdoor kind of thing over at Lamont Farms and then continue on with our reception. Yeah, so in in essence, we were getting a mix of both worlds. We were going to do an outside ceremony after the church ceremony. Yeah, kind of do our, we were supposed to do our vows outside. Our vows outside. And it it was a beautiful setup. Mm -hmm. You know, you and your sisters did an amazing job and some of my cousins really pitched in and it was a beautiful arc. Mm-hmm. Over overlooking a beautiful mountain. So, we, so where we married was on top of the uh, top of a mountain, and it overlooked the river. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it was going to be this gorgeous little vow uh, exchange. And when we get on the on the carriage, so we had a little carriage that took us to the location where everybody was waiting for us. It was beautiful. Um, and I, I remember asking Steph, I'm like, babe, uh, so you have your you have your. Oh, I think you told me, like, babe. So I literally uh, told him straight up because I was like, with so much going on throughout the day that I was like, listen, uh, I know this is like, this is screwed up. Like (laughs) I didn't do my vows at all with just being so busy and planning everything, like being on the the back end of things. It's like, I really put my vows last end. So while we were on our way to the, she put her vows last, she was more worried about decorations than her vows. No, you know what you mean to me. So when it came to the thing, he was so nonchalant. He was like, Hey, you know what? Let's improvise. And I'm like, improvise. I'm not going to be able to improvise. I'm like, I'm going to be nervous. So literally we get to like the carriage lets and, us down. Everybody's clapping and cheering. And just be mindful. We had, to, we had spoken to the, to our, uh, our priest, uh, uh, father Givens. Hey, uh, just FYI, we're doing a valor exchange as soon as we arrived. So he was ready. He was prepped. We had mm-hmm. a plan. So we get over there and, um, we tell father Gibbons, 
hey, like he's doing, you know, like a little toast and he's like, pray over the couple. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right. And now they're going to do an exchange. So then we like pull him in tight. This is like as our guests are standing around and I'm like, everybody's oh, got father. The, yeah, everybody's gathered in a circle. Yeah. I was like, oh, father, I didn't do my vows. And he just improvised. And then Sebastian said, hey, improvise. And he was like, okay, vamos a rezar. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> our, our father, our priest, uh, he's bilingual and, and he has a very... Uh, thick american accent when he speaks spanish it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 really it's really great and he's like he played it so smooth it was very suave mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to the point where it's like nobody really knew i mean our our parents i mean my mom knew i was supposed to make my vows and my sisters knew. yeah um but nobody else knew other than that and then i think you did it like a nervous speech and then from there on, we went into It was nervous? Place. Yeah, you were nervous. Nah. Yeah, you were. I thought I was playing it cool. I no. basically just said, hey, guys, thank you for everybody for coming out. I know some people came from a long ways. Uh, and especially during COVID. And especially during COVID. So we had about 80-some people, 80-some people with some change. And our venue was super lax, and they were super supportful about our experience and everything that happened. So we made it happen. And, and it is a bonus that our venue was very open a huge open space with a huge um, lawn. We, and, yeah, we genuinely yeah. debated whether or not we would cancel because um, most of Sebastian's family was there, but unfortunately not much of my family was there. Um, and I knew that was due to COVID and, and just everything happening. So early on or like early on, like getting to the wedding, it was like kind of like a bummer to just feel that your family isn't necessarily there. So we really came to the realization that we're like, Hey, you know, we're going to get married. Who wants to come can come. It's going to be indoor outdoor. We wanted, we wanted to try to make it as safe as possible for people, but still get our celebration. And even if that meant not many people are going to come. Yeah. Yeah. And we pulled it off. You mm-hmm. know, I think it was a beautiful experience. I, I had a, I had a blast. Mm-hmm. I mean, our, our wedding night was a phenomenal night. And, and then the next day, um, we talked about heading out to Charleston for our honeymoon and and we decided to hold back a little bit because it was just we were yeah, just honey. exhausted and I was no, a little hungover. hungover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the next day we actually had a, another party at our house. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much a good percentage of the people that were at the wedding came to a second round. To the house, yeah. yeah and, and it was a much chill time. It wasn't anything crazy. It was like a little backyard BBQ. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time. Um, but what was your, what was the best I, well, I didn't finish my church. Experience. Oh my bad! You're you're totally right. I totally cut you. I off. know, but it's okay. Um, so, being in the church, we were we were deciding about what avenue we should go with, and I'm like, I grew up, or not that I grew up in Lancaster, but I, um, while we were dating, I lived in Lancaster, and we would casually go to St. Mary's um, on Prince. And I always loved the church. It's beautiful. It's historic, and I just always felt welcome there. Um, not in a way that I didn't feel at others. It's just, I knew that that was a spot for us to go together. Um, and that felt at home to me because I'm like, this is you and me, uh, not anybody else, not our parents, not brothers or sisters. This is our decision. So I really pushed towards St. Mary's while Mm. Sebastian really wanted to do his, his church that he typically goes to. Right. Right. And, and and I told you, I wasn't stuck in the idea of looking at my church. We were just trying to save money. Mm-hmm. And this one church, you know, when you get married in a church, they do ask for, uh, for a fee. For a uh, and, and the church that I go to, you know, basically said it's pretty much close to nothing. Mm-hmm. And this church, cause it was a, a destination and a historic and it's a cathedral, you know, they wanted some money for it. And at the end of the day, I think it ended up being for the better. Yeah. Um, so my experience at the church was 
great. Our mass was beautiful. Um, Shout out to Maximo for singing yeah, yeah. the Ave Maria. He, we had a singer, we had a violinist, um, and they did an incredible job. And not necessarily that I ever envisioned getting married in a church, but I actually had done a, um, I had photographed a wedding a few like months prior to our wedding and they did it at a mass and she had a violinist and a singer there. And I'm like, oh, that just made the mass like in a way that is, uh, I guess more memorable in a way to add music and incorporate a voice and, and have a violinist. It just made it more just exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas like, if you're not that religious, I'm looking for like those aspects to just kind of help along mm. with the mass to kind of like carry me over. I'm like, music is a huge thing. Um, so we actually got to have a, the violinist and vocalist there and it was an incredible experience. It was very laid back. It was very much us. Um, you know, with a, with a twist of, uh, the mass and everything, but we giggled. Yeah. It was a, it was a fun time. Yeah. It was, it was a great time. And uh, like I said, Massimo did the Ave Maria and it was beautiful like during that time. And, uh, the church, I think the church was a, a decent size. I mean, pretty much everybody that went to the party was at the, that was mandatory at the ceremony. Yeah. Well, what did we say? If you don't I know, sh- <laughs> Sebastian didn't say it. I said it. I was like, if you don't show up to the ceremony, don't think you go into the party. That's right. You're not getting because I was like, I made sure that I looked back and I was like, let me see every damn face in this place. So that way I remember. Oh, I remember the detail we also did for the invitation. So we called everybody uh, half an hour early. Or was Your it a- family. Yeah. Everybody on the invitation. So yeah. everybody got the same invitation and we called the ceremony uh, half an hour early because we knew that my family is always late. <laughs> Literally, they could be 45 minutes to an hour late to a wedding. So I made it a point and I said, babe, we're going to call everybody early on the card. I don't care if people show up early. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, the um, the priest over at St. Mary's was like, hey, um, is it true you guys are wanting to do your, your wedding at this time? We're like, no, no, no. That's just for our families to be on time. They're yeah. like, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice cover-up to kind of make sure that everybody was there because I was like, ain't nobody rolling in an hour late when the whole freaking mass is done. Oh, my goodness. No, it was a good time, though. It was, um, I personally had a, had, a, had a great time. What was another challenge for you, baby, for the wedding? My own challenge was not eating my own wedding cake. Oh, no. Yeah, what, how, how, how did you not eat your own wedding cake? Um, I Let me say the backstory. I had had this cake. I found this baker like two years ago. I fell in love with this cake and I was like, I have to have this cake. Literally, in order for me to get a hold of this baker, he spoke Portuguese. He did not speak English. I had to get a hold of an old friend. Shout out to Justin for picking up the cake yeah. and paying up paying up half of it, which we didn't know we owed. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I had to get an old friend that spoke Portuguese so that way she could translate with him because I was like, I will not have any other cake for my wedding. We finally get a hold of him. We finally get the confirmation. This is like, mind you, like three weeks before the wedding. Mm. I had been trying to get, I was holding out for this guy. Mm. Um, So then flash forward to the wedding day. We needed somebody to pick it up. They didn't deliver. Justin goes, picks it up for us. Um, The wedding time comes, cake time comes. We cut it. End of the night comes where I said, I want the top of the cake for myself. When I get home, I want to eat that damn cake. Mm. And uh, so at this point, Sebastian had gotten tipsy or was hammered at this point because you didn't even remember you said that. No, I do remember. Well, when we were. okay, Yeah. Well, I'll get to the bed part. And 
you know, here behind my back, he says, oh, she's upset with me. Just throw away everything. He told them to throw away the food. He told Uh, them to throw away the cake. So we had made a prior agreement when we visited the venue and said, they asked us, what should we do with the remaining food? We said, pack it up in boxes and we'll take it home. Mm -hmm. But then they asked me again at night when we wrapped the party. And they asked me again, and I remember Steph was just so upset and fuming and looking at me with these laser eyes, like, like, boy, you better move kind of vibe. So I'm like, oh, I don't want to add more stresses towards her. We already have enough to do. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Just throw it out. Get rid of it. Um, So later we got home. Um and we're in the middle of the night, like after, you know, we had called my sister to make sure she got home safe. You know, there was some funny stories that had happened at the wedding and we're just like kind of catching up. And I literally hang up with my sister and it has to be like three or four in the morning already. And I'm like, where's our cake? <laughs> I literally like say we're both laying in bed and I'm like, where, where's our cake? And he was like, oh, you're going to have to call her tomorrow and see. And literally I left her a text at like four in the morning and I was like, hey, um, so-and-so we left our cake. Please save that for me. I'm dying for that cake. I didn't even get to try it. So long and behold, this lady calls me. I wake up again at like eight in the morning and I see this text and it says, hi, I'm so sorry. Um, I spoke to your husband and he told me to throw it out. When I tell you, I look so fast to my right to see Sebastian <laughs> sleeping there. And I'm like, you said what? <laughs> he was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you told her? I was like, you will order me another damn cake. Oh my God. And so long story short, I order her another cake. We go and pick it up. This is like month or two later this happens a month later because we long story short our marriage license wasn't I just, valid i just said that long story short do you just repeat it the long story do you short. want me to come at you from over here <laughs> i no because i'm getting to the point where we never did our license no no hold on that's another story okay. but carry on with the cake but it was okay we were celebrating on our month anniversary because we had officially gotten married and uh, when we went to pick it up, Sebastian supposedly told him what I had told him to order. And, and it was you nothing. were there when I it ordered. It was nothing like what he gave, our wedding what did he cake give was. Us? What did he it give was us? some fucking tart with fruits on it and chocolate everywhere. Yeah. It was a shit mess. And he said, oh, we got to pick it up. And I'm like, what? Like Sebastian. Oh, I think I was sitting in the car because I was already like irritated for some reason. He brings it to the car. I'm like, what the fuck is this? He was Mm. like, it's the cake. And I was like, this is not our wedding cake. This has fruits on it, Bobby. And he was like, oh, I don't. How about you come in and you talk to him? Yeah. He literally like the the, the chef, the baker. He looked at us all like confusing. I'm like, we didn't order this cake. He's like, oh, this is the best cake. This is better than the one you guys had. He said, I don't have time to make you other cake. Um. Yeah, this is my favorite cake. And I was like, that's oh, it's, cool. It's your favorite. <laughs> this is not what I'm looking for. Yeah. We left out there with this freaking bunt cake. Come, yeah. Now, come to find it, I never even have tasted whatever cake we had. Yeah. yeah. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Yeah. It was delicious. It was quite delicious, baby. You did a fine yeah. job. Oh so here, here's another side story. So we didn't get our license in time. So apparently you got to get a license now, right? So this is another way to like the government makes money. So you have to get a license in time in order for you to get married legally. I'm not type A for this stuff and neither was Sebastian. This is not our avenue. Getting married was not our forte. We were just trying to make ends meet without a wedding planner and have a nice wedding without it being like breaking our bank. So a lot of these things we personally like knew ahead of time, but we didn't know deadlines. We weren't sure. So 
our dumbasses thought that we could get our wedding license like the day before our wedding. Mm-hmm. And here you had to get it like, what, four days? I think Three or four it, days? The, the, the complicated part is COVID and COVID has made everything complicated. So mm-hmm. in a process that would usually take a day and you can just walk in and walk out a wedding license all of a sudden took like you had a minimum seven days. So here I, I, we were like f- four days out of the wedding. I call the court and they're like, oh, you getting married when? And they're the, like, you have to, you're going to have to cancel says, the wedding. Yeah. The lady said, you're going to have to cancel your wedding. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. You want to pay for my deposit? <laughs> <laughs> you want to rewrite the invitations and send it back out. So long story short, I ended up going to the courthouse, picking up the, the wedding, I mean, the uh, license and, um, the, you know, the priest ended up signing it for the, for the date so, that we were married and they, no, we had made it, uh, so that way, like it would be valid the day after after our wedding so september 12th and they said you cannot have this signed until september 12th so we had talked to our priest and he was like don't worry i'm gonna sign it for september 12th long and behold he signed it for september 11th and it was invalid so he's no he never said that he never yeah, he did all he said he all he said was don't worry about it there's always a way he, but he never explicitly said that he was going to sign for the 12th. That was the only way that was going to be. He had he would have Deacon, had to sign it for September 12th. Our, the guy who was helping us, Deacon Rick, said, uh, you know, like, I, I can't. It, like, they felt they didn't feel right making up a date. Who essentially. said that? Both of them. No. When we talked to them, they made it say, oh, yeah, everything's OK. Well, right. Everything was fine. Honey, we still got married. We still got married. Why are you getting so upset? <laughs> Almost <laughs> seven months into this. <laughs> it's in the past. So this this led to us getting a new license and then getting married on... We didn't receive the paperwork until after we came home from our honeymoon and we saw, oh, that it was signed for the wrong date. Yeah. So we got our new one. And, and then that's we- where you're like, oh, God. So then we literally had to get married at St. Ignatius. Yeah. So we had another we had another wedding uh, ceremony and it was just my parents, Steph's parents, her family and, and, and uh, the priest from that uh, father, Tom. And he was great and he made it happen. And he signed it. And he's like, why didn't he just sign the paper for the date? But I think he, he genuinely enjoyed uh, doing it again. I, you you could tell ceremony. there was a little twinkle in his eye when he mm-hmm. got to do it again. So we got two blessings. We got two blessings from God. But yeah, that was our wedding. That was our wedding. It was quite an experience, but it was a blast. It was a it was a fun time. How much how much we spent on alcohol? Like five hundred bucks. Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Seven hundred dollars will get you more than enough you know, alcohol. That will literally for get everybody hammered. Ninety two hundred people, mm-hmm. and everybody drank mm-hmm. a good portion. We did counter. We did count for like about fifty people drinking, and about thirty of those really going in. So we did kind of do some math beforehand, and we did have a good friend uh, give us some advice of how much liquor to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, it was a blast. And our honeymoon, we went to Charleston, and that was another blast because we could travel during COVID, and prices were cheap. Prices were cheap. Food was good. It was a good time. It was nice and relaxing. We didn't – we're very, like, go with the flow, so our um, – itinerary was very like we'd wake up and we'd be like hey you want to go to the beach okay cool let's go mm-hmm. yeah yeah so what was your uh what would you say was your your favorite moment of the wedding my favorite moment of the wedding i'd say would be between our first dances 
even though my our first dance was hectic, it wasn't as uh, emotionally like invested as you would have thought it would have been because it was like, oh, shit, this dress. So we didn't really get to be in the moment moment without yeah. it being like um, and our first dances with my my dad was mm. emotional and just uh, honestly, just being able to have a wedding um, and to be able to celebrate with our families and we didn't break our bank and it was very much us. It was go with the flow. It was kind of chaotic, um, very off the whim and not necessarily your average wedding day, but I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. What did you say your favorite part is? I think just seeing everybody come together for such as for, for us, Mm -hmm. I thought that was very meaningful, but I think beyond that, I, I will say, and this comes in hindsight. So, marrying you has been a blessing and a great joy. Mm -hmm. But I think now looking back, it's like when you get married, there's something special that happens. I don't know if it's the blessing. I don't know what it is, but it's something officially happens within your heart, your soul, your mind, where you're at rest and you're at peace. Mm -hmm. And that translates over time into just a better relationship. I say you and I have grown in these past seven and a half months into Rapidly. a much stronger couple. Yeah. And we've been able to adjust much, much quicker. Um, so I say, like, look, if you're tossing or thinking about getting married or you've been with your with your lady for quite some time or I, I say it's like, look, if you're going to spend the rest of the time with this person. Just make it official. Getting married because something something special does happen after the fact. You feel more I at peace. Also, another thing is like you have to feel you have to feel it. We always knew that we, or I always knew necessarily that I always wanted to get married to Sebastian. Sebastian took a little longer for the idea to come around. Um, but once we did finally decide to get married, it, there was a huge shift in our relationship, um, and it was definitely more serious and less petty. A lot of our petty behaviors kind of stopped. Um, we do, we do still carry pettiness every now and then, mm-hmm. um, in different ways. Um, cause we're not perfect. Um, and once we got married and finally moved in, then that was a whole nother phase of like learning about each other. It was one thing about dating and, and courting each other. And you know what, having money to spend on little eating out every night, yeah. um, movies all the time versus when you kind of have a house and you're kind of building a life, your, your budget and everything looks it go, has to go for a lot more things yeah. than us just worrying about a date night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 there's nice when you can take a relationship, especially if you're just starting out with somebody or you're single. If you can take the relationship through phases, you know, you court each other, you get to know each other. You don't, you take it light, you know, a few, a few days here, a few days here, you know, nothing too much. You don't really like saturate yourself with each other. And then over time, if it's meant to be, you guys will naturally spend more time and naturally find each other looking to spend more time together. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we really took our time through our dating Honey, and then, you know, we never moved in. And I think that was a huge bonus because it really we did have sleepovers. We did have a few sleepovers, but we, I think we definitely it's magnified how much our relationship had uh, uh, kind of like a charm, was, you know, especially this first year marriage. We're just like, you know, we're actually this is our home. This mm-hmm. is where we come home every night, you mm-hmm. know, and it's it's nice. So definitely like don't burn those phases of the relationship. And people who say like, oh, you should live with your partner beforehand to really figure it out. It's like I think that's just naturally what that does is that that finds you a reason or an excuse 
to see if something doesn't if something doesn't go well with you or you just don't really resonate with what they do in their lifestyle it's like an easy way out and mm-hmm. i and i think you should be mindful of that going into it and really being like look if i do see the foundation in the person you are as a whole then figuring out how you brush your teeth or figuring out if you like the left side or the right side of the bed or if you like to do dishes or like to do the kitchen or you like to clean the bathroom or you don't like to clean the bathroom or you leave your socks or whatever, whatever that could be, those things you will figure out because you're looking at, you have bigger fishes to fry. You're not worrying about these petty things. And I think... I think uh, in today's day, it's very easy to get distracted from that. Yeah. I'd also say different strokes for different folks. You have people that know they don't necessarily want to be married and they just want a partner, a lifelong partner, and you're aligned that way. I think since we always knew that we wanted to get married, um, and more so you were the more stably sane one as far as like, I think you being a girl, you're just, you could get so wrapped up in loving somebody and just wanting to take things 50,000 levels within, you know, two months. Uh, whereas Sebastian was really the more level headed one that was like, yeah, we're only going to see each other one to two times a week. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, Hey, we, I think we're moving too fast in this department. I'm like, what the frick? <laughs> and then, you know, slowly it graduated yeah. until, Oh yeah, we're getting engaged. Okay. Now we're planning a wedding. Oh, it's, we've had so many different levels within this past year where, um, we've really been able to grow as a couple, but also understand each other on different levels that we really couldn't before. Yeah. And I think that's what the wedding, the marriage does is that it gives you that kind of like that safety, that, mm-hmm. that kind of reassurance, like, look, we're in it for the long haul. I'm here to stay. You know, we're here to stay. And I think that's what it gives you. It gives you a peace of mind, mm-hmm. like knowing it's like, it's like having a, a protection plan or a, a, a insurance for your, for your home or for your car. Like if you know, if you crash it, you, they're going to back you up and they're going to replace it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, more or less, that's, that's, that's the I idea. I think also if you come from, I, I know that I'm more strong-headed and I can be very stubborn. Mm-hmm. I think if, oh, oh. <laughs> speechless. <laughs> I know that if I wasn't necessarily married to Sebastian, I could see my petty ass being like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to sleep here tonight. And uh, not necessarily that's healthy for a relationship, but I think not having that that uh, feeling of being connected and literally being one with Sebastian that I would probably be, yeah, you know what? I ain't putting up with the shit Mm -hmm. Um, versus you being married. It's like, okay, Oh, you want to go to sleep angry? Oh, you don't want to talk about it. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you're kind of just forced in order to like fix these problems. Even if it takes one, two, sometimes three days. Yeah. Um, We've had our own battles throughout it being married and you, I'm like, I'm so used to having space throughout time, but you kind of slowly learn how to tackle things quicker. Yeah. You, you definitely do. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it is nice having that reassurance that like, yo, I got nowhere to go. You have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Like you can take a walk for 30 minutes and come back and, you know, let your fumes out. But at the end of the day, them laser eyes will be beaming mm-hmm. and we're sleeping in the same bed. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it, it's, it's a different phase, um, but it's definitely um, a very rewarding phase. Mm-hmm. I, I must say, I, I think marriage is different than just, Hey, he, the, he or she's my boyfriend of 10 years or he or she's my boyfriend of five years or whatever that looks like to you. Um, it, it's different. I, there's a, there's a certain sense and it, it might just be the blessing. You know, I consider myself pretty spiritual. It might be just that God, God just blesses you with more patience. You feel less guilty. Yeah. You don't feel guilty. You don't, you're not thinking about it. You don't have this weight over your shoulders. I don't think twice about it. You know, so it may, you know, I definitely think it comes with a, with a nice, nice territory and like, I think, I think people look at you a little differently. So 
overall, I, our our wedding was an amazing party. People had a great time. We we've heard nothing but amazing things from our from our family saying how amazing our wedding went. So we're just happy everybody came out and and had a supported good time us. and supported us throughout yeah. this way. You know, honestly, that's what well, that's what meant the most. That's it. Well. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in and thank you, baby, for taking the time. I know you're a busy gal um, and uh, we're going to do a better job and we're going to stick with this. And uh, yeah, we finally have moved, settled. Life has settled a good bit and uh, finally into our house, you know, almost it's going to be a year here in a few months and, and life has calmed down from that crazy storm to the point where we've been now been able to kind of like, we've been wanting to get on the podcast for a while. It's just life takes over and uh, yeah. But yeah. we'll stick with it and we'll, we'll we'll stay disciplined and that's it. I hope y'all have a great day. Keep it, it light. With y'all. Yeah. And uh keep it juicy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. <laughs>